I like death. I like death with sex. How about you, Casey? You like sex with death? Yeah, so fuck off and die. There'll be food and drink and ghosts. And perhaps even a few murders. You're all in fright. I want to kill everyone. Satan is good. Satan is our pal. Hey everybody, welcome to Bee Bites, a betrothed minisode. I'm Katie and with me as always... I'm Chris. How are you doing today? I'm tired. Yeah. My brain's kind of foggy. The weirds just keep getting weirder. Yeah, but you know what? We are going to do a little uh, fun episode this week. Absolutely. I'm actually really excited about this. Yeah, we're going to count down top five uh, most wanted... I forgot my mouth stopped moving. We're going to count on the top five most wanted props that we would like. Props are, are just um, memorabilia from movies. Things yeah. that like we things that we covet. Things I'd buy right now. Exactly. And I I feel like not all of mine are exactly props, um, but we'll we'll kind of get to them as we as we go. Not all. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. Not all mine are. Uh, I guess everything is a prop that's in the movie, but. The only one I only have one that like is like a real is not a real thing, but kind of is a real thing. Sure, I would, you'll understand it when we go through. All them. of mine are man-made objects. Totally. So to kick us off, go for it. Number five for me, and this is a little token, but I want the coffee mug bong from Cabin in the Woods. The coffee. Oh, the secret. So, the secret bong from in the, the stoner op- in one of the opening scenes. Um, as we're meeting the couple that uh, the 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 group of people the the youths that are going out into the cabin of the woods, the uh, token stoner character um, is rolling up with a giant three foot retractable coffee mug that just so happens to be a functioning coffee mug as well as a functioning water pipe. And I just think that it's so <laughs> hilarious and dumb that I want it. I think it's great. I enjoyed that you explained what that thing was like you were doing a, a commercial for a head shop and couldn't <laughs> say the words like bong, etc. cetera. Uh, my number five is the only one on my list that isn't like a real thing. Uh-huh. Uh, I want the power loader from Aliens. Oh, okay. And they do exist. Yeah. yeah, they do. Now, is this because like you want to like to make your life more efficient? No, I just want one because they're okay. cool. I, I uh, it it it's sort of just it's just a thing I want because it's neat more than anything. Uh-huh. It's it's a to me in a way it's it's extremely dumb the way it's even designed. Sure, but uh, it makes sense. It's kind of it's 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 realistic because they do have like power loader things now. Yeah, uh, that help you like like sort of exosuits that help you lift heavy things. They sure. don't work the same way, but they're very similar. And I just think that's a neat thing. I think that's great. And I love plus, it. I mean, it's the power loader. I would it's literally the power loader. I would pick things up and put them down, and then turn around and say, "Get away from her, you bitch." <laughs> I would just do that all day long, just nonstop. But yeah. you know what? I feel like our garage would be really organized, dude. I would put, but we would just have heavy stuff up high all the time. Yeah, we would. It, it would not make sense. Also, I don't dangerous. think you could walk in our garage in a power loader. Pro- it's you huge. Could maybe turn around. I don't think you could stand up. You might not be able to. I don't know how tall it actually is, but I don't think you could stand up in a normal garage. 
Well, I think that means when we get to a new house, one of our requirements is going to be is a garage. To fit a power loader? <laughs> yeah. From a fictional from a fictional future movie? Yeah, why not? <laughs> so bringing in my number four, and this isn't, it's not exactly a prop, but it's man-made. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea where we would put this, but what I really want is Suzanne's false breast. What? From Night of the Demons. Oh, you want the you want the I want the false titty that she, that shoves, she shoves the, the lipstick, lipstick into. into. Yeah. Um I think that would be a hundred percent know that that thing does not is not in existence anymore. However Oh, it can't be. I I think that's the that's definitely the weirdest one on the out of our two lists so far. Probably, yeah, like yeah. looking at my list, that's a weird one. But it's but, funny because it would be funny to have that like in a case. It was, I guess, I'm assuming it's latex. It's got to so be it's probably done by now. It's got to be latex. It's got to be deteriorated. Steve into, Johnson. I wonder if Steve Johnson still has it. That would be weird. Well, uh, my question. Steve, is, no, he. There's no way he does. I don't think that guy even has storage anymore. My question is if he still know, has the cast of her breasts and if he could make a new one. Well. Here's the deal. I probably wouldn't because they were married for like three or four years. Right. And um, and then divorced. So that'd be weird. It would be weird. Um, also, Linnea Quigley is in her 60s now. It has to be. I, I would don't take know. one from then or now. That's fair. My number four is a Freddy Krueger hat from any of the Nightmare movies. Oh, that's a good one. Just any of them. Yeah. It would just be cool to have one of those, the prop ones. Yeah. Because like, be. I get how you'd want like a glove from a Freddy Krueger movie. Oh, but I, I like nightmare movie. the hat. But I think I'd want the hat. Yeah. Because everyone's got a replica glove, but I just want one of the hats. If I, if you could find one of the one of Robert England's fedoras. And I'm super into the idea of memorabilia or props that like kind of blend into your house. Well, and you'd never know. Ex- that's my point. It's kind of just a green Is someone's like, hey, hat. that's kind of a cool hat. And a green olive dab And then you can let hat. them know where this dream, green, dreamy hat came from. I don't know that it's dreamy. It's kind of a gross hat that a pedophile wears. It but is. you know. I started to say dream instead of green. That's no. why I went with, I went with that. <laughs> I kind of love that. Um, speaking of mundane yeah. uh, things that kind of blend in. Uh, my number three. I believe that you have seen this piece in person. But I'm not sure if it was. There, when you saw it, mm. I want Jack's typewriter from The Shining. I have seen this in person. Um, it's funny that you brought that up because I was going to mention that that one as like sort of an honorable mention, I think, because I'd love to have that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's impossible. It's never going to happen. But I did. No. It was it, it was at the it was part of the Kubrick exhibit it was. when I saw it in San Francisco a few years ago. Yeah. So, yeah, I did see that. And it is. So it's a mechanical Adler uh, typewriter. Yep. I mean, you could definitely replicate like replicate one. Sure. If you could find an era specific. Yes. An era correct. One of those. The difficulty is finding one in that dirty beige color because they ranged from the beige, the greens and the blacks. And I wasn't looking into this. Oh, yeah. You were trying to find one. I I could. I mean, so how hard is it to find one? I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world. It's it's achievable, but it's not. um, I don't know. I still I want the one from the movie. Well, I mean. Yes, yeah. <laughs> in impossible world, that is a thing you could have, but this is not impossible world. However, you could have a replica of them. Which would be great. Now, my number three is, um, and I'm into that too. I actually, there's probably a picture of it because I have the Kubrick book that goes mm-hmm. along with the exhibit. Mm-hmm. 
my number three is something you've known that I've wanted for a long time. I want R.J. McCready's jacket from The Thing. Yep. I want that. Uh, <clears throat> it's one of those that I've tried to go. I've tried to do that Halloween costume a million times and then just been like, I feel like I need that hat. But the truth is, I really want that jacket. Now, am I right? Is it a dark brown leather bomber? Yeah, it's a dark brown leather bomber that has a removable um, fur collar. Fur collar. Yeah. Those Here's a picture are... of it with flares in the like strapped to it. Yeah, and and it's a great classic bomber jacket. Yeah, it one. is. It's sort of just a kind of classic bomber jacket, but it is. Um, it is just super rad. It is. It's the way really it's worn great. is really cool. It's really got, it's got like a, it looks like he's been wearing it up there for like a long time. Yeah. It, it's got a road worn quality to it. Uh, but that is something I'd always like. And then I guess honorable, men- honorable mention to go with it is that big, stupid Yosemite Sam hat that he has in that movie. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure if that's the hat that, when you mentioned his hat, I was picturing. Is there any other hat? I mean, that is the hat of all hats, right? Exactly. What comes in at your number two? Because mine, my number two and my number one are very, um, I feel like not similar, but they fit in the same ballpark. Yeah, mine are mine are kind of interchangeable almost too. So technically, my number two is a character. If you'd like to, if you'd like to go there, okay. She's the last girl in Gremlins too. It is Greta the Gremlin. Okay, so you okay? I, you know what? I had a feeling. That that's what you were going to do here. <laughs> really? Um, and I know for a fact that that is in existence. It has been restored. Oh, my God. Because I watched it get restored on some fucking show, and I can't remember what show it was now. Okay, I'm going to have to look this up. It might have been a, It might have been something to do with Frank Ippolito. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. It, it, it could have been an Adam Savage's like tested kind of video, but sure. I know there is a guy that restored... That yeah. one, if not if not one of them, because the okay. latex had gotten so worn. But that is a prop that exists in the world. So what's interesting about Greta is that she, well, for one, she drank female serum to become a female. Right. Two, like she's one of the only Grillmans who came back. Uh-huh. But also, she was a boss in t- both of the Grillmans video games. <laughs> of course. One was on Game Boy and the other um I think was on like regular Nintendo, maybe Super. Uh somewhere in there. It could have been 64. Somewhere in the 90s, you know. Sure. But she is iconic. Um and hands down the sexiest Gremlin. <laughs> Yeah, if you have to rank the gremlins in terms of sexual attractiveness, I I believe. Well, she what's would fit great them. is that she. I don't think that she also like kills anyone. She just you know lures them and distracts them uh-huh. with her her ways. With her ways. <laughs> um, okay, so my number three before you get before you slide off your seat over a female grim, gremlin. <laughs> don't mind me. Is uh, uh, you mean number two? I thought we had your number three. I'm sorry, you're right. My number two. This is a weird one. So, you'd think it'd be a different one, but I want, I'll take a replica. I want a 1998 Vauxhall Astro Mark IV from Hot Fuzz, made up like the Sanford Constabulary Police vehicles. You would. And I I just think it would be really funny to have, because at the end of the movie, of course, there's the... um, the uh, WRX sure. that he drives when they like change the whole thing, mm-hmm. but this boring, extremely English—it is so English. Uh, little like English police car Vauxhall 
like economy car that the police would have with this the the dinky little light that's that on top of it. That is so you, but also there's a lot of set pieces in that movie that I would love. Oh, there's a ton. I just think the most interesting thing to have would be that shitty little police car. <laughs> It's so great. I kind of want it. And they're so unassuming. Of course they are. It it is just, it's perfect. So with my number one, again, it's kind of a character. Okay. It's alive. And this might be, I mean, this is definitely a genre film, but this might be the least of the genre films. I want, a sandworm from Beetlejuice. Oh, that's very interesting and not at all surprising. No. Um, if you know me, I love I love me some Beetlejuice. I wonder how. See, if you wanted to get a real world prop of that, somebody's got. They've got to be around. I had a hard time locating a real world prop of that. However, there are plenty of artists who are making them out of polymer clays, sure, um, and, and things like that. But I want a prop i want a puppet i wonder what they were were they they were just claymation right and who i wonder who did the i wonder who did the animation on that movie i'd have to go back and look good question i'm gonna have to look that up this is definitely worth some research on my part because they're awesome um some individuals think that they are a nod to um the movie dune Yep. Um, and there's a couple shots of there's a, a shot where you see the uh, sandworm the second time when we're riding it, which is a nod, uh, presumably a nod to Dune as well. It would make sense. It tracks for um, you know for Tim Burton, mm-hmm. but uh, that's a good one. Okay, so my number one, and I don't feel like you're going to be surprised. It's another car, mm-hmm. and I feel like you might be able to guess which car that I would want from any type of, from any genre, anything. Can you take a guess? Oh God. The hard thing is, is that there's a few that come to mind. Sure. But if I had to guess, it would be, um, why can't I say the name? I don't know. I'm just going to let you hang on this for (laughs) My number one is the 1967 Chevy Impala sports sedan from Supernatural. Oh, my God. Yeah, it is. That's not what I was thinking. There's a lot of great cars and a lot of great and, and a lot of uh, genre stuff, sci-fi, yes. horror, etc. And I, it's a struggle because there are honorable mentions. There's a 71 Cuda from, um, from Phantasm. That's- but I feel like that's a common one. I feel like... I feel like the 67 uh, Impala is a common one for people who collect those Fair. things. Yeah. However, it's just such a badass giant car that shouldn't be as badass as it is, it but is. it is. It is. And it's just, it's just, it's a very iconic shape. Well, it's beautiful and it is badass. It's hard to, you know, find that. However, the years. only problem is they've gotten really expensive because people buy them to build, um, supernatural yeah. tributes. So they're hard to they're hard to get nowadays. They are hard to find. <clears throat> I am but surprised. But I think all of those are reasonable things that they I are. could find except for the power loader. I'm kind of I could build the power loader out of PVC like in that uh like in uh that community episode. I was going to say like in community. Um But halfway through I could decide to be a sexy Dracula. Well, that's exactly what you would do. It doesn't have to be any <laughs> specific type of Dracula. 
But it's sexy Dracula. Yeah, it was sexy Dracula. I am surprised, though. There is one item I was really expecting to hear from you. Well, one of my other honorable mentions, if you have any, uh, would have been probably the Cuda, and then the other one would be I'd like to have a syringe from Reanimator. Oh, okay, yeah. I uh, was expecting Reanimator to hit your list, but I was expecting the silver ball from Phantasm. Oh, yeah. That's another good one, too. There's a lot of... See, there's, if I expanded this to, like, top 10, I could do that easy. Another oh, thing would be, God. like, the uh, the sev- is it 73, 72 or 73 Delta 88 that uh, is in all the Sam Raimi movies that was his high school car, <laughs> that ugly yellow Delta 88. It's yes. not ugly. There was a time when it was ugly. But, boy, a Delta 88 is a big, big, big motherfucker. Mm-hmm. But My parents had one. That would be, of course, they did. That would be an interesting one to have. I feel like everyone's parents had like a Delta 88. If I recall, my parents' <clears throat> Delta 88 was like a buttercream yellow with red accents. 70s? Uh, or is it to... one of those 80s ones that looks like a, no, when everything looked was... like a Buick Grand National? No, it was definitely an older one. The uh, Well, that's kind of the color of the one in the Sam Remy movies. It's kind of ye- that yellow. Interesting. Yeah. I'll have to ask my parents. They've had countless cars over the years. Oh, yeah. That's what happens. What was another one? I, what what was... Was there another one that you thought I was going to pick? I mean, yeah, the ball from, from that makes a lot of sense. Um, I was partially expecting something a little bit more gory from you. Uh-huh. I was kind of expecting something like the neck from... The neck guy from Brain Damage or... Oh, um, you know? Uh, just... Ilmer? Yeah, Elmer. Elmer. That's a good one. No, you know, there's a lot of them, but like, and my thing with collecting memorabilia is I don't always need the goopiest weird because that stuff usually doesn't last. No, and it's hard to take care of. So, like in reality, things like uh, the things that I picked outside of the fake power loader would age well. Should I actually get one of them or find or find the one? From sure. The movie. But occasionally these things come up on um, prop store auctions and it's shocking how little money some of these things go for. I mean, like if it if it's a very famous thing, mm-hmm. it goes for a lot of money. But sometimes some of these weird small genre things fly into the radar and you can find pieces from movies for nothing. Yeah. Because people just don't want it. But right. that doesn't mean you don't want it. Exactly. You know? Because the, the entire value of something like that is just based on what somebody would pay for it. Exactly. There's not a, like a, a real book on it. The issue is that there's not necessarily a large market. However, yeah. there could be five people that would be willing to pay anything. And everything's it. a one-off unless they unless there are multiples. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of Star Trek stuff that, that I thought about putting on this list. But it's like, man, there's just so much of it. And there's so many things. Like, like if I had to... The problem with Star Trek memorabilia is that if I really wanted something it would be something that doesn't exist like one of the small ships like i'd like a delta flyer yeah like a full-size delta flyer replica that would be Mm -hmm. fun um from voyager or like um now by full-size do you mean the model they used or do you mean you want a delta flyer sitting in our driveway delta flyer sitting in our driveway that's full. i mean it would be it would be the size it's probably the size of a house small house yeah but i would want one just just sitting there 
that I could How get up there and, and walk around. How great would that be as like a little backyard office? As a little backyard office? Yeah, it would be awesome as a little <laughs> backyard office. But it would be cool to have like a, it would just be cool to have a full-size replica of one of those. Or even something smaller, what you could put, you could put it in your driveway is like a, uh, like the Galileo um, shuttles or mm-hmm. a shuttle from Next Generation or one of that era shuttles. Because mm-hmm. they're not that big, especially the two-door ones. Sure. Like they're the size of a car, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be fun to have sitting around. I know they're not going to fly, but to have a replica of them would be cool because I am not a child contrary to popular belief. Um, I don't know about that. But like so much of the the phaser stuff and everything, like that would be cool to have, but I feel like that they're all kind of accounted for. Sure. You know? Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. That's why for me, it's I want things that like that I see every day that would bring me joy. Yes. And that's why Sandworm got number one on my list. 100%. Because I would drive that Impala everywhere all the time. Oh, but I wouldn't I mean, let you put the miles on it. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a 67 Impala. You just LS, if you do an LS swap in that thing, just put a big block Chevy in it. And then like, you know, those engines you could redo and change out for years. So then my, my next question would be, um, and I know I already know the answer. If it was like a numbers matching mint condition, like, uh, you know, barn find Impala, then of course I'm going to be careful with it. Sure. But if you just went out and bought an Impala, and then painted it, but had it painted, yeah. repainted, resprayed black, and just did it as a tribute. I drive it all the time. <laughs> I will say, chances are, you're, but it's huge. It's I imagine there are not too many barn find Impalas, sixty-seven Impalas. Not, it's, it was Bay as a family car. If there are any left, I guarantee you they're in the Midwest. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, they have been. A, it's a single family owner. Oh, I could definitely have a ninety-eight Vauxhall Astra imported. I wonder if. I wonder what the import laws are on that. Because Japan, I know that we can't import. It's got to be 25 years. Right. That's the issue. We got Astros here, but they were a different generation, and they were Saturns. Yeah. I don't know. That would be a fun, stupid thing to have is a dumb cop car from a movie from, like, what has become, in hindsight, a lot of people's favorite uh, Edgar Wright movie. But there was a point when it was, like, Low, that people didn't like it as much as Shaun of the Dead and stuff. It's always been my favorite of oh. the of the the Cornetto trilogy. But but I've always been weird about that. People have been like, "Really, you like that one the best?" Like, well, yeah, no, I think that one is the best movie. Hot Fuzz yeah. is definitely a movie that I will put on if I am sick and stuck in bed. Oh, totally. It is the I've movie that I will watch hundreds of times over and over and over again. Yeah, and I know most of the lines to it, and. I feel like that's one of those that I could put on and you would quote to me walking by like oh, yeah. on cue. No, I know like I know that whole that whole thing. It was also one of those that was interesting when the DVDs came out that I bought I've owned three or four copies of it because like the, I've had the first DVD and then they came out with this like three DVD special edition or something mm-hmm. that had like you know special features and Yeah. That was just Is that the one with huge. the tour documentary on it? Yes, it's got hours and hours and there's like six commentaries on it because he would just do weird it's like so there'd be different parts different cast groupings mm-hmm. he does one with quentin tarantino where they don't really talk about the movie it's just him and quentin tarantino talking about mm-hmm. movies for an hour and a half like there's really crazy weird stuff on there um but that was a, that was just a, a big deal when if you can ever find a copy of you just go grab a copy of hot fuzz the blu-ray has all of that material on it but it's mm-hmm. the most in-depth 
uh, special feature pack I've, I've ever seen. Yeah, and I miss that. Yeah, I know. Um, they got to figure out ways to incorporate that kind of stuff because, especially commentaries, they're working on it. It seems like it's. Yeah, I know that um, Netflix Apple is, is able to do some of that stuff too. Some some things. Um, they tried to do it with podcast through like a podcast type service for a little while. Yeah, there was, but there was. I remember someone saying like, "Oh, if you buy it through." Here you get this special features. If you buy it here, well, you get I wonder, these special features. Yeah, but like with commentaries and stuff too, I wonder why um, they don't just use like the SAP or like the secondary la- one of the secondary language channels to put mm-hmm. a commentary through. Right? Doesn't that make sense? Yeah. Because you've already put over a, a dub track. Yeah. So if there's a commentary, can you just synced? Like you have your marks. Well, yeah, it's all well. It's it's auto synced the same way it would be to. Yeah. You know. That's interesting. I never thought about that, but mm-hmm. that's the way they could do it. Anyway, I thought that was a really fun little list. It absolutely was. I feel like in the future we could probably do one that's just cars, like oh, movie God. cars. <laughs> if we do one of these where I have to rank the genre movie vehicles, I could do that. Uh-huh. It'd be harder. Like, give me the full reign of vehicles. We might need to, like, rein we'll you in. We can go a top ten. We'll do, like, an extra episode and we'll do a top ten of all vehicles careful there you're gonna slide off your chair no i think that'll be a good one well (laughs) on that note we'll see you guys uh shortly this week uh this one is a little bit late but we're gonna see you guys shortly for uh battle queen 2020 this week i look so So forward to it make sure you check out our instagram at betrothed pod um and you'll see a trailer for that there um also uh shoot us a line if you have any thoughts on what your props would be Mm -hmm. uh on through instagram or you can hit us up at b.troth b.t-r-o-t-h-e-d at gmail.com or also on twitter at betroth pod you can follow me at i am chris hayden on all the things i'm at katie may 2k on all the things Take a moment to rate and subscribe wherever you're listening. Yeah, and leave us a review um, that lets us other people get a hold of the show and make sure you share it with your friends. Absolutely. Until Sharing next time. Caring. Have a good week. You too. Love you. Bye.